Agents Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Espresso Agent. The key to success in real estate is confidence, especially when it comes time to call prospects. Espresso Agent gives you that confidence with the best for sale by owners and expired contacts delivered directly to your inbox seven days a week. Up to 90% of our contacts have phone numbers and the most cell phone numbers on the market. Every day, you can dial with confidence when you dial with Espresso Agent. Visit EspressoAgent.com forward slash agents. Welcome back, Lab Code Nation. In this week's episode of the Lab Code Agents podcast, I am so excited to share an epic conversation I had with Jeff Fargo, National Strategic Advisor for Digital Strategy at North American Title. I gave his title because Jeff has so much experience with social media and shares great ideas for using LinkedIn, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, and how to maximize them as a real estate agent. What a great way to start 2020. Let's tune in. Okay, welcome back, Lab Code Nation, to the Lab Code Agents podcast. And today I am very excited to get to interview a good friend of Lab Code Agents, specifically. Tristan Ahumada and Travis Tom. He has become a good friend by uh, participating in Social Storm. If you've never heard of Social Storm, you should go to Facebook and check that out. But we're going to be talking today to Mr. Jeff Fargo, who's based out of Las Vegas, Nevada. He is the National Advisor of Digital Strategy for North American Title Company. And we're going to take this topic a little sideways today from what we typically do, because that's what we do is bring you guys value. And primarily, we're going to talk about, obviously, Jeff's expertise in the digital world and the social media world, and even going back to his days with MySpace, running organic ads when before anybody knew what the hell that even meant, uh, and, and even Periscope, and obviously take it to where we are today. And we're going to talk about why the title company you choose is so important than what it used to be. Welcome to the show, Mr. Jeff Fargo. Thank you, sir. It is an honor. So I've uh, been introduced to you through Tristan, and we've been going back and forth via text messages for, shoot, probably four or five months. And finally, we're coming together, and he and I were just discussing some topics before we we went live here, before we started recording. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm excited to talk with him because uh, he's like, uh, like a godfather of social media, just based on little he was telling me. So Jeff, before we get into that, though, Tell the listener who you are, where you come from, what brought you up in the business and got you into title. Sure. Let's see. Uh, I'm a Sagittarius. I enjoy long walks on the pier, poems in iambic pentameter, and uh, I check punctuation for dangling participles. Um, <laughs> beyond that, I'm, that's, I'm just a regular guy. That's uh, I was, uh, let's see, I was doing stuff back, uh, you know, there was this stuff called America Online, which a lot of people have no idea what that is. When you're at 9,600 BPS on a dial-up modem on your laptop and uh, getting catfished by somebody who is in Spanish Harlem who's 400 pounds and really you thought it was a leggy blonde uh, volleyball player from UCLA and you were chatting with them. So it all started back then and I I, I then got to understand the, the idea and concept of having a digital conversation with people. And uh, then fast forward to 2001, 2002, uh, my family had a sizable real estate portfolio in upstate New York. And uh, part of our assets that we had was a 32-unit college housing complex. And I was doing organic advertising on on MySpace. 
to get folks to come in to check out our apartments. And I, I understood that with the correct messaging to the right audience, with one press of, a, of the enter button, you could uh, contact hundreds, if not thousands of people. And uh, then all of a sudden, Facebook became huge. Uh, I've been active on Facebook for about 13 years now. And uh, I learned about then even more when Facebook started to give more tools to the masses, uh, what to do and, and how to leverage Facebook to create more of that organic digital conversation to leverage me, uh, who I am. I know that I have one fingerprint and nobody else has it on, on the entire planet, uh, like everyone else. And so everybody should kind of curate that conversation uh, to who they are and, and what they do. And so uh, that came in big where I, I started with a, a, competitive, a competitor title company here in Las Vegas about five years ago. I helped them uh, we were on a team that we were sixth in market share, and I, I'm honored to say I was I I think I helped a little bit on getting them the number one here in market share with leveraging hard the uh, the 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 digital presence that that realtors have to have, and it is realtor, not realtor. So props, <laughs> all my all my realtor friends that are out there with the R uh, trademark on it as well in all caps. I love it. I love it. And so before we before we get too deep here, I have to ask questions because I was curious. And I, I imagine some listeners are curious as well. So 13 years on Facebook, which takes us back to 2006. So obviously way ahead of your time. And you also had mentioned uh, the word Periscope. And admittedly, I didn't know what that was. Uh, and I think to give the listener some context on kind of your expertise. And the reason I say this is because to me, like being a pioneer on social media, which nowadays doesn't take a whole hell of a lot, just kind of being out ahead and, and embracing, you know, like TikTok, right? For example, like that's the next thing coming. You're obviously like the pioneer for pioneers, clearly, because you're doing, I consider myself a pioneer and you're using words, I don't even know what they mean. So uh, talk about kind of your mindset. A, explain what Periscope is, was. Uh, also, uh, tell us a little bit about your mindset of what kind of made you think this is what's coming, you know? So again, using MySpace for how you're using it, then getting into Facebook, using it how you're using it, because still to this day, most realtors will question and say, I, I, I don't believe I can use that in my business, which I think everybody said about Facebook, everybody said it about Snap, everybody says it about now TikTok, everybody yeah. says it about IG. Yeah. I wanna get inside your head. So tell us, tell us, explain what Periscope was when you were using it, why you were using it, and then talk about kind of your mindset on this. Um, it's, it's a platform that's owned by Twitter and videos would go live for 24 hours and then be gone. And it was something that when I was a, a title rep, I could be talking to and having a real-time conversation through a video medium with folks from all over the world with the correct hashtags. And Vegas is a content-rich environment. So you know we have $200,000 investment properties to $15 million luxury estates. And I'm blessed enough to have relationships with realtors that have those type of listings. So I was going into those homes and having them take me through that home, giving me a tour of the home where we had, you know, a couple thousand friends with us via my, my cell phone. And people were either hitting hearts, which is validation that whatever you're doing is, is relevant, or more importantly, asking questions and really getting deep into the conversation. Bedrooms, bathrooms. Uh, you know what? What's the? It, it, does it have solar? What What are the bills on the house? Same type of questions anybody would be asking if they were there in person, but instead they're in Southern California, they're in Abu Dhabi, all over the world. People were were watching those videos, and subsequently, subsequently, what happened was is 
Facebook, because Mark Zuckerberg is very smart and watched that platform, saw what happened, and uh, really adopted the concepts of Facebook Live from Periscope. And then I was lucky enough to be one of the first ones in Las Vegas in the real estate vertical to be given the Facebook Live tool. And as, as I said subsequently in our conversation before, I, I feel like I was a, I was a Bugatti Veyron uh, running on seven cylinders. Uh, all of a sudden, I was given all 12 cylinders to run on, and then I just shot out of the garage and, and went nuts. And to date, I've probably done at least 1,500 to 2,000 videos with Realtors here in town. That's amazing. And, and so I imagine, knowing what I go through, uh, you obviously probably <laughs> go through this as well, and that is uh, there's a lot of naysayers and people questioning why you're doing it. What are you doing? What is the relevance to business? This doesn't apply to us, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it's, those are the people, God bless them, but Costco is always hiring. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it is something that you either need to evolve or you become stagnant, especially with uh, the, the digital template that's become, you know, overlaid now onto the life and career of a realtor. Uh, if you are not digitally savvy, you, you're, you're just not going to reach your maximum potential to help as many people as you can help to make the money that you want to make. It's just not going to be there for you. You're not going to leverage your true potential because social media gives you the platform to reach out to an infinite amount of people. And if you know what your message is, what your brand is, and what you bring to the table, and if you do it correctly, swim upstream, don't do what everybody else is doing. You can be reaching people that go, I like that guy. I like that girl. I want to work with them. And that's it. It's, it's as simple as that. I'm not that smart of a guy. I just have ADHD and I work my ass off. That's the end. That's all that I do. I think I'm I turned 50 last month. I'm probably, I'm probably the oldest person on TikTok. I haven't been okay boomered yet, but I'm waiting. I can't wait. I want that to happen. So um, I agree with Gary Vaynerchuk that it's the cheapest real estate right now on social media is TikTok because you have a ton of people that are on there and they're lurking. They're not posting for fear of being okay boomered. And you have a few people that are on there in the real estate vertical that are putting on some amazing content. Yep. And, and so the waters run deep and there's not a lot of people swimming in it right now with the, regarding TikTok. I love it. And we're, we're, we've headed down this rabbit hole. So I want to stay here for a second, only because it's, pa it's a passion of mine. And I get into these arguments. So just to give you an example, I posted something the other day, I have two teenage daughters, and they, they are the reason why I'm savvy. Like, I, I literally, I'm not kidding. And, and, and I tell people, I'm like, if you have teenagers, and you're not like paying attention, not Obviously, you should pay attention for what they're doing for obvious reasons, for parenting reasons, but paying attention because, you know, the youth of America are the best predictors of what's coming in social, right? Just yeah. like they were with Snap. People still to this day say, oh, Snap's stupid. And I actually tend to agree. However, they don't realize that Zuckerberg copied at least six pieces of Snap and put it in Instagram and Facebook, okay. which tells you the Snap guys are genius. Yeah. And then you're talking about TikTok and I'm getting into these conversations. So my daughter had a, a TikTok, an organic one. So it was, a, it was original. She created it herself. It was literally one week, a week and two days ago. And she's up to almost 3 million views. She went viral. She went, she went from uh, 150 followers to 15,000. She went from 140 likes to 160,000. And it's like, and I posted it because I, not as an example for, you know, real estate specific, but just as an example of the power of these platforms. 
and what you can do for your brand, no matter what kind of content you're putting out. Correct. Um, and and you, you can you can have you know say 160,000 uh, you know views, and if one percent of those is relevant to the message you're trying to get out there, one percent. And if you're a realtor and you're older and you're a boomer, that's okay. That's fine. That's a that's effective marketing, and uh, you know your your cost per impression is nothing. Exactly. Yeah, and that's the thing. And I think a lot of people miss the point for two reasons. One, a lot of TikToks, for the most part, are just for the sake of entertaining, and there's nothing wrong with that. Number one, I, I've gone out with my daughters and created real estate TikTok just to show examples, but. The point is, is to stay relevant to your audience. And that's putting out like 80 plus percent of your content needs to be just authentic personal content. So people can know you and like you. It doesn't have to be real estate all the time. But, but the other thing is just, is the opportunity uh, because well, the, the argument that I get or, or the, um, the objection is that, well, TikTok is mostly teenagers and that's true. And you're not necessarily right. focused on the content or the likes or the engagement on TikTok, but you take your TikTok because it's a unique platform to create unique content, bring it back to the other platforms, and again, continue to gain those eyeballs. Would you agree with that? I would agree a, a thousand percent, Jeff. I think that video is the way to go. Uh, there, there's no better way besides face-to-face, belly-to-belly conversations than, uh, than leveraging video. Uh, you know, I, I love YouTube. I love the application. I, I love Rev, where you can be taking, uh, you know, YouTube videos, uh, TikTok videos, scraping that content using the, uh, the, the verbiage as a blog post on your, uh, on, you know, on, on your website. If, and the thing, it, it goes back again to realtors. This is the bottom line. If you're a realtor and you're watching this podcast, your job is to be belly to belly with buyers and sellers as often as possible. And when you're in monetize mode, if you're not, you're wasting your time. So YouTube SEO, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff is awesome. And I, I think I'm pretty good at it. You need to have somebody or somebody's in your arsenal uh, that really can help advise you and let you know what you should be doing on a daily basis to leverage your brand using those avenues. And that's where a good title rep will be savvy in literally all of those areas. The, the days of a title rep walking into an office and handing out, because we're now at almost year end, desk calendars and appointment books and a pen. If, if I offer you a freaking North American title pen and then say, you know what, Jeff, here's a North American title company pen. Because I gave you this pen, can you please entrust us with the escrow of the most stressful, biggest financial decision someone's ever going to make? freaking fire me. You should kick me out. If I bring donuts in, come on. First of all, donuts are bad for you. They're called fat. <laughs> Stop it. So really a, a, a title rep should become an extension of the marketing arm of a realtor and, and what they do. And they should be going to conferences and should be going to, you know, lab coat is an amazing resource. And you, it, it almost becomes the, you know, the, the paralysis of analysis. That's a good thing. And for realtors, go ahead and look at some of it. Look at the stuff that the rabbit hole is you'd like to go down, but then have people, have arrows in your quiver that you know you can draw on and have them take a deeper dive and give you more of a tactical map on, on what to follow. 
Yep. I love it. And which is a great segue into why the title company you choose is so <clears> important. <throat> and, 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 and really this applies to other vendors as well. I'm a lender, so I'm oh, yeah. partial to that, but you're my guest. I want to talk about why this is so important from a title perspective, because I think we're going to squash the mindset of most realtors who think my title reps job is to do the title title job, right? To, 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 to facilitate <clears throat> yeah. the transaction, just like the lender's job. Yeah. But what you don't realize is out there, and there's not a ton of us, but there are people out there that actually can be massive assets to your business, not Correct. just what we already do. So yeah. let's let's dive deep. I think that there's a there, there there's really a, a core group of people that are out there right now on a national basis uh, that are out there and they are savvy on Facebook. They are savvy on Instagram. They are savvy in terms of what you should be doing with open houses, just solds, just listeds, price reductions. Um, the biggest thing is most realtors feel, well, I'm boring. I don't have anything to offer anybody. Why do I want to do a video? Guess what? I guarantee if you're a stamp collector, which I wouldn't find too engaging, but there's going to be people out there go, oh my gosh, did you know that Fern Flanagan with Flanagan Real Estate collects stamps? That's awesome. She gets me. We're looking at selling our house. Let's get a hold of Fern. That's what happens. So there's two things to be mindful of. One, you're going to have something if you are a realtor that is really engaging to someone or someone's else. It's going to happen. Uh, the second thing is that video, this is an evergreen platform. Uh, you know, look at me. My head looks like my neck threw up. I'm not that attractive of a person, all right? <laughs> but for some reason, I have a decent following on Instagram and people listen to what I'm talking about because I monetize. And so people overthink what they're doing on video. Guess what? It's okay if you're bald, have an oily T-zone, have bags under your eyes because you've got three kids, 16, 10, and four. Oof. Oof. And so love them all, love them around tax time even more, but holy crap. So it's more about just the worst video you can ever post is the one you don't post. It doesn't matter. We all stutter. We all don't look like Brad Pitt or Jennifer Aniston, who still looks great even though she's older. God bless her. So there's stuff like that. Don't overthink it. Get your message out there and do it with repetition. Keep doing it every day, once a week. It doesn't matter. Remember, the worst video is the one that you don't post. That's right. Uh, one of my favorite quotes is, my shitty video will outperform your non-existent video all day long. Amen, brother. A yep. Amen. I love it. I love it. So as, as it relates to you as a title rep, or, or you know, we're talking to realtors all over the nation, possibly all over the world here, what is it that they should be looking for? Like, what are they missing? Because again, I, don't, I think most realtors just think to themselves, well, uh, title company, they're going to facilitate the paperwork and blah, blah, yeah. blah, and meet me at closing. <clears throat> what, what am I missing? <clears throat> I would say uh, the first thing is interview your title rep. Uh, something that back when I was a rep, I started my own uh, Google business page. And if you Google Jeff Fargo, comma, Las Vegas, I'm over 90 reviews, knock on wood. And I haven't earned the right to tell you how good I am, um, especially here in Vegas. Everyone here is full of crap. It's Vegas. So you have to earn the right to tell someone how good you are or earn the right to give them advice that's going to help benefit them. And so have a platform that people can go to, whether it's Reach 150, Zillow, 
I love Google business pages because it's free dollars and free to free cents and have folks give you, uh, you know, I'm sorry, have, have, have folks then go ahead and go on there and look to see who's, you know, who's giving you reviews. The real estate family is very small. And so out of the 90 plus reviews I have, there's 17,000 realtors here in Las Vegas. There's always going to be someone on there that someone has heard of, that that agent who is vetting me has heard of and go, oh, that person, Jeff took care of that person. All right, good enough. Or they call them and talk to them and say, well, what did, what did Jeff do specifically to help you out? Those are huge questions to ask. And it's maybe 10 minutes of your time to invest to make a lifetime difference in the, the benefit of what of your growth as a realtor. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, okay, so so obviously that's where they should go. So, right, yeah. if you're not vetting uh, your title reps, you should go seek reviews. And and there is a, a parallel, obviously, to saying, okay, there's somebody I know has used them. But what else are we looking for? What else are we looking for through the, review, the reviews? What are again? What are we missing? Like, what? Are, I'm a realtor. And I have a title rep because my broker recommended it or because when yeah. I got in the business, I was underneath this team and I just stayed with them. They're good for me. Yeah. Um, it's something that you, you'll, you'll keep hearing someone's name in the market. Again, the real estate family is incestuous. You'll keep hearing one or two or three people's names over and over and over again that, oh, you got to talk to this guy. You got to talk to this girl. And it's people that have this unwavering desire to make their clients successful. And they're always looking for the next thing. What's the next thing that's going to help? What Right now, it's TikTok. And if they're not on TikTok, guess what? When they are, then talk to them. Mm -hmm. Because it's right. And also, the other big one is LinkedIn. I love LinkedIn. You know, on LinkedIn, you could have for free 30,000 followers. You can be connected to 30,000 people on LinkedIn. And you could target them geographically. You could target them by their position at their job what type of industry they're in. Oh my gosh, that's huge. Mm -hmm. And you just keep posting good, relevant content. Yeah, I agree. And so, so let's, let's, let's stay down this, on this path with LinkedIn, because again, I think a lot of people don't realize they think of LinkedIn as really one thing. I have a profile, I get recruited. It's annoying. Yeah. Uh, but they don't realize that all of the things that Facebook took away from us, you can still use on LinkedIn. And so I'm realtor. I know the answer, but I'm going to ask you the question because I want you to tell the audience the answer. And so I'm realtor. Uh, that's what I think of LinkedIn. How am I going to go procure business? What am I going to run? What kind of targeted ad am I going to run where I might actually gain some business? Um, there are two different ways. The first one is organic and the second one is paid. And for the organic advertising, it is, again, sharing the same message. And please, when you're sharing a message, use a different a different video because you can use video on LinkedIn. You can do, use a different video than the one that you used on uh, Twitter, than the one that you used on Facebook, than the one that you used on anywhere else, Instagram. Use a separate one and put that on there. Use proper hashtags and you can go up uh, where it says get, with connections and you want to look at there's number one connections. Those are people that you're already connected to. Then there's number two. You want to go after those second level connections and look to see what are the type of people that you work with in the past? Let's say they're doctors. Well, let's identify all the hospitals in your area and go after the folks that are there at that hospital. And guess what? They're going to connect with you because they see that you're already friends with Dr. Finkelstein. And Dr. Finkelstein delivered all their babies and they've known them forever. 
awesome. That means that I'm going to use you as well. And all of a sudden, they're going to start seeing your content. Um, secondly, with paid advertising on LinkedIn, it's awesome. It's a little more expensive than Facebook, but you can get right into people's in-mail where they're getting direct messages from you. And it is sexy as hell. And again, it is space that a lot of realtors aren't playing in because everyone's gotten into Facebook. And which to me, I love Facebook, but the, in terms of advertising, there's other places you can be putting your, your money and your time. Uh, LinkedIn is, is one of my favorite ones right now. I love it. And I think it, the, the moral of this story and this conversation, folks, is don't forget what we talked about in the very beginning of the question we asked is why is your title company that you choose so important? Listen to these conversations. Like you're, you think I'm talking to a social media strategist. You think I'm talking to someone like Travis Tom, for example, uh, but I'm not. I'm talking to a title rep. These are the exact same, Jeff, you and I are like brothers from another mother because this yeah. is exactly what I do too and why it attracts realtors to our brand because I give them what they want and what they need, not what everybody else is giving them. Like you said in the beginning, traditionally, tall, blonde with nice legs walks into office, gives away pen and calendars, right? The, the days are gone of that happening and you as realtors need to actually, uh, you need to think differently. You know, you shift your mindset and realize that this is hard, right? So I know what a lot of realtors say, oh crap, TikTok, another platform I have to learn. And which, which by the way, you and I say TikTok is next or it's the thing now, but the reality is it's really Facebook for most because there's still small adoption. And actually after TikTok or after Facebook, then it's probably IG and then it's YouTube, then it's TikTok. But the point is realtors, you have resources and assets like the two Jeffs here and there are other resources just like us in other markets. And you know what? That's like a business partner. I mean, that's what we are, right? We're partners. And so it's all about shifting your mindset. So let's 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 continue. We, we gave them LinkedIn. You mentioned YouTube, which is a phenomenal platform that so few people are using, and it's super cheap to run ads. Yeah. Tell us tell us about how they could be using YouTube to uh, to grow their their brand and grow their business. Uh, YouTube is the best for, there, there's two different ways I, I love whenever I'm coaching realtors on, on leveraging YouTube. Uh, one is how-to videos. People love how-to videos and, you know, how to get a house, uh, how to get out of, if, if you have credit issues, uh, you know, you want to, you want to cure the pain. That's a, it, sales 101, find the pain, cure the pain. And a how-to video can do that. Uh, secondly is telling a story, having a series of this is two of six videos to talk about how you can sell your home if you live in the 89052 zip code of Henderson, Nevada. And people find themselves, in they're, they're binge watching, just like on Netflix, they'll be binge watching your series of videos that you're putting out. Um, the best part about YouTube, it's owned by this little company that most people have never heard of, and it's called Google. <laughs> <gasps> And there's people out there that are now saying, holy crap, really? I didn't know that. That's okay. But they're taking your content that's going out on YouTube and they're putting it onto Google when people are searching for relevant um, items, you're going to start popping up. And boy, they love video. Because remember, no videos can ever be the same, no matter what. You're going to have your voice inflection is going to be different. Your body language will be different. The scripts might be the same. The background might be the same, but it's never going to be identical. So Video is huge because Google just wants to organize the world's information. And that's why they have YouTube. YouTube to me is the most powerful medium a realtor can be using 
to get their message out there. I would highly, highly, highly recommend you come up with a video strategy for, for 2020 to be getting your message out in a specific way, targeting a specific audience, leveraging who you are, your fingerprint is going out some way, somehow, and that also you hire someone to do YouTube SEO, search engine optimization for you. So you have the correct verbiage put in and then that makes Google even happier. Yes, exactly. And and I think that one of the biggest pieces to YouTube versus uh, Facebook and Instagram is that your content actually can be and probably should be that boring industry content that you shouldn't be putting necessarily yes. on Facebook and IG. Yes. Yes. And they can be longer too, by the way, like it prefers a five to seven minute video. But the point is, is to create so much content around a real estate transa transaction that creates a ton of keywords so that when and you got again, get get put yourself in the head of a Google search. When I'm moving to Nevada, what am I searching? Homes with pools. What am I searching? Best school districts. Again, yeah. what am I searching? And get in the head of your potential buyer so that your stuff comes up. There, and there are some realtors, that you probably know of them, that, that literally this is their only strategy is YouTube. And yeah. they absolutely crush it. And social media marketing 101, at least from, from me and Jeff, you, you, you touched on it perfectly. Be empathetic with your audience. Don't try to force feed them something that you think is going to be valuable. Think about what are the what are the hot points for them. Yeah. Is it going to be uh, you know we have a ton of people here moving from from your area, from you know from Southern California especially, and uh, you know I get asked a lot. Well, what about is there going to be another a, another bubble that's going to burst in Las Vegas? I don't see it happening anytime soon. Um, as long as the I-15 is up and running and Gavin Newsom is the governor of California, we're doing just fine. We've got about 12 people a day moving here right now to Clark County, and um, I track inbound migration. Most people are coming from LA County. By, in droves, they're coming here. So I coach uh, realtors here on doing targeted ads to folks that are in LA County, and we're using videos, and we're doing stuff to say specific YouTube videos. Hey, California, guess what we have here? No estate taxes. We really, you can't tell if we have an earthquake or not. We don't have mudslides. Uh, you know, we're getting a $2 billion stadium that's being built right now for the Raiders. Love them or hate them. I'm not a Raider fan. I'm upstate New York. Go Bills. Go Bills. But for right now, there's, we're seeing uh, right now, I think it's about $27 billion in economic development going on in Southern Nevada right now. And that's not permits, that's shovels in the ground. Things are going on here. It's sending that type of messaging to folks that are in Southern California, uh, the Bay Area, Hawaii. They call us the Ninth Island. So it's really empathizing with where's your audience? What is it that your audience wants to hear? And then hitting them with the right message. And YouTube, there's none better than YouTube to do that because you can talk forever about super hyper-specific stuff. I love it. I love it. And I think that, and again, I think uh, hitting this home is that your content on YouTube can be very business specific, unlike the others. And I, I do believe that you should really get micro here. You should be focused in on your community, your town, your city, and yeah. deliver content. Because again, you're trying to get inside the mind. You're trying to gain some, a follower. You're trying to gain a buyer or a seller who's going to be searching Google. And it's, it's super, super powerful. So that's YouTube. Yeah. And we're kind of giving 30,000 foot views here. But I think, again, driving back to the point of 
you don't need to become the expert at this stuff if you if you find the right resources. If you find the Jeff Fargos and you work with him, listen, there's your resource. And we're giving this stuff for free because yeah. this is our value add to to try to earn your business. Yeah. Well, so, we, we should be. Oh, I'm, and, and sorry to cut you off. Yeah, There's one, one more thing I, I forgot about, Jeff, is that you're going to screw up on video. But guess what? One of the best, most highest engageable videos ever are blooper reels. Post those. Oh, my gosh. I, I have a team that's here that they are killing it with engagement right now. They are two ridiculously attractive men. They're awesome to look at. God bless them. But some of their funniest stuff, they have that infectious laugh like Burt Reynolds. And it's awesome to have and that's the stuff don't edit that out of your videos if anything have a blooper reel of the funny stuff where you screwed up a take or you flubbed your lines that's okay it shows that you're human don't be afraid to put those in to help market yourself 100 and, and and on that topic when it comes to video don't overthink it like they don't have to be perfect in fact you don't want them to be perfect because people can relate to to us to using ums and maybe dropping a cuss word that's what that's relatable that's real yeah. Uh, us fumbling is real. And so don't overthink your video or don't let that stop you from posting it because you don't think it's perfect because you're never going to like how you look. You're never going to like how you sound. You're always going to have an excuse about how you suck because we're our own worst critics. Yeah. Just get over it and just go because again, your shitty video will outperform the non-existent one. All day long. I love it. I love it. So um, we've talked about Facebook. We've talked about uh uh, YouTube. We've talked about LinkedIn. What's your take on IG? Uh, I've been a fan of IG for years. I love it. It's it's a video uh, rich, uh, static image rich platform. Um, I'm a fan of stories. I'm a big fan of stories. Reason being, it's creepy, but you can see who's actually looking at your content. So you can you know throw a GIF on there. Again, I'm a big fan of video. Put stuff on there. You know we, we're getting through the holiday season again. It's a content-rich time of year. If you have kids, leverage the bejesus out of them. I have a genetically superior family. My, I'm, I'm a mess. My wife and kids are gorgeous. They belong in a picture frame at Michael's. And my youngest is, uh, his hashtag is Jack the Ginger. He's a four-year-old redhead with blue eyes and milky white skin that looks like it's like the organic milk from Costco. It's so white. <laughs> and he's funnier than hell. So there is stuff all the time. I'm taking pictures and videos of him throwing up hashtag Jack the Ginger, and it's gone viral more than once. People equate that to my brand. Let the, they see that hey, I, I'm a you know stable family guy in Vegas. That's unheard of. Um, you know I don't drink. I don't do drugs. I don't go to that many events where you've got people. You know, you know realtors sometimes look like they're wearing a sausage casing for a gala a gala gown. That's just not me. I just don't do that kind of thing. But people know who I am, the values that I, you know, subscribe to. And I love putting that type of stuff on Instagram. And also Instagram with hashtags is a great way to build your audience. Um, Instagram is something that you should be posting frequently. How often? It all depends on the content. Uh, you know, it's better to post good content than to be, uh, you know, posting crap. So you know, on, on Instagram, I would be more wary and vet the type of stuff that you're going to be posting. There's several folks here that I still coach, and I tell them, you know what? Send me your stuff before you're going to post it. Let me take a look at it for you. A good title rep will be able to give you good hashtags to use, good apps like Tristan has given me in the past for hashtags to use. 
And is that content going to either build and or defend your brand? Um, if it's not doing one of those two things, probably shouldn't post it. And uh, please don't overshare. I, I don't care if you've gotten in a fight with your, uh, you know, your spouse or there's drama in your life. As your audience, I don't give a shit. I don't care. I don't want to hear about that kind of stuff. Do I want it always unicorns jumping through rainbows on IG? No, it's okay. But I, I think that you need to have a balance and really just be uplifting to people. Um, a great resource I use, and I reshare a lot of their stuff, is Power of Positivity um, on Instagram. They're wonderful. And it's always really inspiring, uplifting messages that they use. I share their stuff all the time and get great engagement. Because personally, for me, at the level I'm at, if I could touch one person in a positive way, uh, you know, every single day, that's a home run for me. That's a win. And that's where uh, Instagram for me is, is where it's at for that type of messaging. I totally agree. And, and as you mentioned on the stories, and, and we've talked to you, in fact, uh, this week, so, so this is being recorded the day after Christmas. This won't come out until January. But the reason I bring that up is because just last night, we're driving home from Christmas and my wife was on her IG stories and she's watching, uh, I asked her, what are, you, what are you watching? I could tell she was watching somebody's family Christmas. And it was Jason Aldean's wife. She follows him because she's a big fan. And it's like they're like what we do at Christmas time. And I was like, you know, that's really cool this day and age that you get to like watch somebody famous and how they live their lives and actually how normal they are just like us. Yeah. And I was like, that's so powerful. And that really is to me what stories are. Stories are where you, you should vomit your life, share your life. You can overshare on your story because it leaves the it leaves the space in 24 hours, and so just get in the habit of turning your camera on more often and sharing to your story. Your feed should be like you know maybe once a day. It should be more profound. It should be a good post. But your stories vomit away. Just go ahead and let it loose. Yeah. But that's where people get to know you and like just like my wife now fallen in love with Jason Eldin's wife, uh, and she follows her like crazy. Um, knows probably their family better than she knows our own. And, um, but it's awesome. I mean, think about that. And your audience gets to know you and gets to like you. And like you said, kids, I mean, it's a secret weapon. I, I mean, oh. I have, I can beat you, by the way. I've got 19, 16, 10-year-old stepson and now one-year-old daughter. Um, oh, yeah. It's, so it's crazy. And, and same, same motion you made. But, but that my daughter, Winter, she's hashtag Winter Rose. It's it crushes everybody wants yeah. that content in fact yeah. they're like jeff just get out of the picture we want to see yeah. her it's oh, great yeah. and it, it, I'm, wins. I'm, it wins i'm, I'm out so it's something that and, and this is one of the greatest validations of of how social media especially on instagram has helped with with the jack the ginger hashtag for my son jack uh i'd say at least once a month when my wife is at either costco dsw and she's out shopping someone will approach her and say, hey, excuse me, is that Jack the Ginger? <laughs> and it's a realtor every single time. And my, my wife is, is introverted. So at first she's ready to pull out the pepper spray on somebody, but now she figured out that like, wait a minute, this is kind of like what my husband does and this helps monetize what he does. So I, you know, I've told her, get him some freaking eight by 10 glossies and have him do some, you know, some signing somewhere at a mall. Because awesome. it's, it's been it's been amazing how it's taken off, and there's been some viral stuff that's taken off from him. So, yeah. you know, it, within reason, a lot of times there are realtors that say, "Well, I want to protect my family." You know what? The, the power of social media—you can put layers over your brand to protect them, so they don't have to be in anything. But if if you're more like you are, like I am, we're open books, 
And so, you know what, you're going to see me with my kids and what's going on. And there's several pictures from years ago of a lot of my kids. I'm holding them and there's shit going right down here because they had a blowout and here's, you know, and <laughs> welcome to fatherhood. Yep. Here it is. Yep. That's okay because you know what? There's others, a thousand other dads that are out there that have been in the same boat that we have. Oh yeah. And, and they relate to us. And then all of a sudden they feel more comfortable having a conversation about working with us. Yeah. It's, it's a great point because you do hear people say that, well, I want to, I, I don't want my personal life to be out there. I want to be private. And, and in a lot of cases, my answer to them is then, then you can just go ahead and leave this conversation right now because this isn't going to apply to you. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you right now that if you choose that path, like you are literally handicapping your business because those that are willing to share have a leg up on you all day long. I don't care how well you communicate, how well you do your job. People do business with people they like and they know and, you know, and you can't, you cannot have a, have a tight relationship with every one of your referral partners or every one of your customers. It's not humanly possible, not enough time in the day. So the best way to overcome that is sharing your life on social media and you can control the message that goes out. So again, you know, perception is reality. You hear that exactly. a lot with social. And so exactly. don't, you, like you said, I don't want your drama. I don't need your fights with your family. But I do kind of want to know about your failures because that's what makes you real. So share that stuff. But for the most part, just share what you're doing. That's it. Just share what you're doing. That's what people want. That's what they're starved for. That's what social media is all about. Um, and it's powerful. Agreed. Uh, you know, the, like, you know, it's like we, we both said, the, the worst video, the worst post is the one that you don't put out. You know, when in doubt, post it. Yep. But again, have that, you know, that Knights of the Roundtable, uh, you know, group of advisors who are a good lender, yep. a good title rep, people that are, are digitally savvy and can kind of be the yin to your yang and make up for if you're, if you're, you know, challenged in doing videos. Well, then get with somebody who is a lender. Get with somebody who is in, in title or escrow. That, that's their strength, man. That's yep. their strength. And you go with them and let them advise you on, on what to do and trust them with your brand. Meet with them frequently. Make sure that you're holding, uh, you're holding each other accountable. Uh, you know, the thing that I do now, I'm not a big fan of what's called, you know, business planning. I, I do strategy mapping and we get hypersyncratic, idiosyncratic, hyper-focused detail on what we're going to be doing every week, every month, every day in 2020 to reach your overall goal which could be, I want to do 10 deals. It could be, I want to do 100 deals. It could be, I want to do 1,000 deals. It's all scalable. It's just a question of having the right team around you with the right strategy in place. 100%. So as let's, let's wrap this thing up. We're going, we're going long on time because, of course, this conversation you and I could probably chat about for days. Agreed. Um, I, I want to end with, with two things. Number one, uh, so, so think ahead here to kind of like your final thoughts. But before we get there, uh, we mentioned TikTok multiple times here, and and I and I hear it because I'm the guy posting it. I'm the one putting it out. I'm, I kind of want to be the guy who everybody disagrees with. But you know, a year from now, they're going to be like, "Damn it, that guy was right." What is your opinion as to why a realtor, a sales professional, a real estate professional should start to embrace it? Like, like how can they apply it to their business? Um, it is something that it's scarcity. There's not a lot of people that are out there doing it right now. That's huge. So you're not, you know, one of the masses just pounding the same message into the audience member. It's something where you can be you. And in terms of the video editing capabilities of TikTok are almost limitless. 
And if it's overwhelming, ask your 10-year-old or your 13-year-old to help you. They will know much more than you do. Let them help you and just start putting some engaging videos on there and start putting some good hashtags on there. Uh, if you're older and you get okay boomered, that's the greatest validation ever of what you're doing. And keep doing it with repetition, like every single day. TikTok is it almost every single day you should be posting something and just look to see what you think is interesting. Don't post for what you think they're gonna like. A lot of times you also wanna look to see what you like and put it out there because it sets the expectation that this is what who you are and the type of person that you who you conduct business with is along these lines. And so that's why TikTok is awesome right now. I agree. I agree. And, and you know what I tell people too is the, wor the worst thing that comes from TikTok for me is like as a family guy. So anybody who has families is I'm creating ridiculously awesome, fun memories with my kids. Exactly. You know, and what's exactly. the, uh, there's no harm in that. Right. And so it's, it's, and it really is. It's, it's, it's so fun. It's so addicting. Just embrace it and use it for what it is and, and get, get comfortable with it because the day is coming where you're going to look back on these conversations and say, damn it, those guys were right. I should have yeah. embraced it then. Yeah. Just um, jump in, man. Just jump yep. in and do it. I love it. I love it. So let's, let's, uh, final thoughts. What are, what are you, what can, uh, how do you want to end this? Um, I think, and I've been thinking about this for a while, actually. Uh, it, it's all based on relationships, whether it's social media, uh, you know, the, the real estate industry, lending, title, it's all based on relationships. And you need to be forming those relationships and keeping those relationships with people. And one of the, the greatest partners that I work with, uh, Client Giant, and they're out of Southern California, Jeff Jacob and Jay O'Brien. Jay O'Brien was the Inman uh, Innovator of the Year for 2018. And uh, they have a platform that you just pay them, and they stay in front of people with these little surprise and delight items, either monthly or you know, over a certain period of time. But it comes from you. And it's not... Like you don't give somebody a platter on their wedding day and it's got your name and telephone number on it. You just don't do that. That's just poor form. Instead, you're just giving them stuff that helps them, but they know it's a handwritten note comes from you. And it's those type of conversations that you need as a realtor to keep having with folks. So it's not just the all of a sudden staying in front of them on social media, but also it's keeping up and staying with them after the transaction is over with is critical. And it's critical because you're gonna get referrals from them. They're gonna have a family member. They're gonna have a friend, a neighbor that wants to sell or buy real estate. So follow-up is the most important part of everything that you're doing. And there are ways, whether it is digital, like on social media or analog with stuff like client giant there's platforms out there that you can be leveraging right now that are very easy to do that will generate you a ton of business in 2020 i love it i love it so jeff if if uh, our audience anybody wants to reach out to you connect with you what's the best way to do it uh the easiest way is instagram it's uh just do jeff fargo tiktok jeff fargo j-e-f-f-f-a-r-g-o and uh you know facebook everything else. I'm just Jeff Fargo, man. It's easy. And I have no relation to Wells Fargo because if I did, we would not be having this conversation right now. I would be in Fiji drinking a non-alcoholic punch out of a coconut with a parasol on it. <laughs> 
So I bet this audience probably thought today when I introed you and I talked about why title company issues is so important, thought we were going to talk about title and escrow. But you notice how we didn't. And again, I hope this helps shape the, may, the way you think about who you're partnering with. Not, you know, you're, don't look at us as vendors. Look at these people, look at your title reps as partners because they can be an asset to your actual business. They're going to do what they do. That's what, we, we, you know, you and I, we've been in our businesses a long time. We've got smarter people than us, you know, executing on oh, yeah. a daily basis. Uh, and so it's, it's finding the people that are going to help elevate your business. And if you're not embracing social media, damn it, you are leaving a very valuable bullet out of your gun and you yeah. need it there. So, and, and also I'm, I'm also training people. I, I train folks uh, in the North American title, uh, you know, family, I'm training reps all the time. So feel free to reach out to your North American title rep and say, hey, I saw Jeff Fargo on this podcast. What about this, this, and this? They'll be able to answer those questions for you. If they can't, they'll get to me. I'll personally help out as well. I love it. That is that is super valuable. So I hope everybody took a lot from this today. Uh, as always, if you love what you hear on this podcast, don't keep us a secret. Share it. Let your people know. Let your colleagues in the business know. Share us away. And don't forget to check back on some of our older podcasts. Just for example, you know, we just had Tessa Bella Jelton on. Uh, she was just came out the week of, of Christmas, and she is a just a icon in the IG space. And so we get deep on on podcasts all the time on the topics we discussed today. So that way, if you learn a little something today and you want to go a hell of a lot deeper, just search it, find it. We've got it out there. There's tons of stuff on Left Code Agents, and we got guys like this bringing value and contribution all the time. Jeff, it was fantastic. This is this is a lot of fun, man. My pleasure. Thank you, sir. Agents Podcast.